You, monster, we've trekked a thousand miles across starless seas, blighted mires, and forests without end, all in seeking you to ask you a question. What are you looking for in an apartment? Would you be a good Cub Scout leader? Can I ride you, or would that be disrespectful? Should I invest in subterranean realty? Do you find it sexy when I T-pose and spin in a circle? Every episode of Finding Monster Right has us asking questions like these, about monsters from folklore, pop culture, and our own world. Join us as we meet alien allies, cryptic comrades, and friendly fiends. After all, it's not just a show about monsters, right? Right. Finding Monster Right. We found you, now you find us. Hi, listeners. It's Sybil. I know you're used to hearing Penny's voice at the beginning of these things, but today's episode is a little bit different than usual, so I wanted to hop on and explain things a bit. Penny, this past weekend, well, instead of recording with a guest and me like she usually does, she went without me to San Diego Comic-Con. I admit I was I was a little hurt. I mean, a little disappointed that I didn't get to go, but you know what? The gods told me that it wasn't going to be that great a con anyway. So you know what? I'm glad I wasn't asked to join her. So please, listeners, I hope you do enjoy some of these recordings of little mini interviews that Penny did with people that she met around the con. There are a lot of monsters at San Diego Comic-Con, as it turns out. I'm here at San Diego Comic-Con a celebration of popular culture for humans and monsters alike. There is this gigantic exhibit hall full of artists and and writers and, and just creative people of all kinds. It's very overwhelming in the best kind of way to be back at an event this large. So come with me, listeners, as I take a brief tour around the exhibit hall floor. I'm here with the Mothman, who's also enjoying San Diego Comic-Con. Mothman, tell us, what has San Diego Comic-Con been like for you? Right! <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, mm, good. Thank you. I'm here with Sterling, and he's part of a group called Film Geeks San Diego, is that right? That is correct. Please tell us about Film Geeks San Diego. I assume <laughs> you're film geeks. What's that all about? Well, we film geeks are also happen to be charitable film geeks. Uh, we enjoy uh, the idea of being here at, at a wonderful convention every year to raise money for the Greg Muskowitz Scholarship Fund, in which we're able to help uh, student filmmakers in San Diego achieve higher learning in the media arts, especially when their high schools or colleges may not offer those on-campus classes. Uh, Media Arts Center San Diego has them covered. That is delightful. I especially love when humans help other humans. Now, since you're a film geek, you must have some favorite film monsters, either real or one of those incredible fictional monsters that you humans have created. What is your favorite film monster? Frankenstein's monster is not only an amazing uh, depiction of what true 
uh, zero waste and sustainability in the in in the monster recycling uh, aura we could achieve on a grand scale, but also just one of the most amazing uh, uh, ideas of what uh, the period of what of what that could look like a set design like no other and a absolute nostalgic vibe for those who haven't even lived in that era itself. It's just the most unique experience uh, I had ever had as a child. And I just enjoy the idea of not one part being wasted. We will assemble a new friend every day uh, until the entire world understands the idea of what true innocence could look like. Oh, that is absolutely delightful. And, and I feel the same way about that depiction of Frankenstein's monster, who I've never gotten to meet, but I've heard is very big on recycling. Thank you so much, Sterling. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy your con. Oh, I'm having such a great time. My snakes are so excited. I, I'm losing sand points, but I am here with Cthulhu. Um, do you pronounce it Cthulhu or Cthulhu? I don't pronounce it at all. That makes a strange kind of sense. Um, tell me, how are you enjoying San Diego Comic-Con? Amazingly, this is the first time I've managed to come here. And I have to say, it's very difficult with the size of these aisles to get through without my tentacles knocking over some of the booth displays. And, you know, it's rough. But there's some amazing stuff. I'm, I'm a little disappointed people are wearing masks because I really hate humanity, and I was hoping this plague would somehow reduce the population a little bit so us great old ones would have a little more room to play, but we'll see what happens. I'm very sorry to hear that some humans um, don't want to kill themselves. I'm very sorry for you in regards to that. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, so please tell me, you are IDW Publishing, and you are publishing a comic about one of my favorite fictional monsters, Godzilla. Please tell us about it. Oh, IDW has been publishing Godzilla comics for many years. Uh, right now we are in the middle of a really cool Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series. Um, the series is written by Cullen Bunn and illustrated by Freddie... Uh, Oh my God, I wanted to say Mercury, and then I wanted to say Prince. Uh, it's Freddie Williams II. <laughs> if I was confused with the lead singer of Queen, I'd be quite honored, so that's okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. So, very exciting series. Uh, this is currently being published. We just announced a new series that's aimed at younger readers called um, Godzilla Monsters and Protectors All Hail the King, uh, which should be... Uh, something that the kids around age 10 would love, but adults would love it too. And then we have a regular series of uh, one-shot specials that come out uh, called uh, Godzilla Rivals. And um, uh, the current one, that, the one that's just about to come out, is, is, is focused on Batra, the villain Batra. And then I personally am writing a Gigan book that comes out in November, so please look for it. Oh, this all sounds delightful. You humans are so creative. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. So, could you please tell our listeners, um, what kind of monster are you? I'm a Ferretti. Oh, and how are you are, uh, enjoying Comic-Con? I mean, it's fine. I mean, someone took away my chickens. 
my foxes have been able to find them, and but I, they don't seem to be sharing, so I guess it's okay. No one here eats porridge, though. I'm very confused. Oh, yeah, I can see that being confusing. Um, I hope someone finds your chickens for you. Well, I mean, I, they're not really mine. I just like to eat some. But that's all. How, what is your preferred style of cooked chicken? Oh, you know, in my old country, I liked chicken with a little bit of pasta. But since I've come to America to kind of relax and learn about things, especially at Comic-Con, I do like teriyaki. Teriyaki in Italy? I have no idea this could even exist. But teriyaki? This is amazing. Who knew? Who knew? Teriyaki chicken with pineapple is delightful. I'm sure somewhere around San Diego you'll be able to find some. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your con. Buongiorno! So I'm at Monkey Minion Press, and this amazing human artist has created these beautiful posters of Gorgons, well, kicking ass. Can you please tell us about your monster art? Uh, <laughs> they're monster girls kicking ass. Nice. Could, could you please tell me about Monster High the movie, and is it about drugs? Uh, no, it's not about drugs, um, but Monster High the movie is coming out uh, October 4th on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, it's going to be a reboot, a live-action reboot of the original Monster High series. Uh, we had the original coming out in the early 2000s, and then we had the second reboot uh, in the 2010s, and then now we have this, and this movie is going to be followed up by a kids' animated series, also on Paramount+, Plus, uh, with the same characters. Will there be any Gorgons? I don't know about Gorgons. Uh, we've got lots of gargoyles up on the uh, ceiling. Uh, oh, actually, we do have a Gorgon. Yes, we have Deuce. He's the son of Medusa, and he's got a killer stare. If he looks into your eyes, he'll turn you into stone. I am looking forward to this depiction of my species. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You are so very welcome. I hope you have a great day. So, um... Gelatinous Cube. Uh, how has San Diego Comic-Con been for you? Oh, uh, well, it's it's been really fun, but uh, it's kind of rude to have janitors following me everywhere. I leave the beautiful trail and they just clean it right up. It's I, I Honestly, I take offense to it. That is so rude. The gods were wrong, Sybil. San Diego Comic-Con was awesome. You're right, Penny. It does sound like it must have been pretty fun for you. I still believe the gods, though. They'd never steer me wrong, so I don't think I would have had that much fun. All right. You know what time it is, listeners? It is time for the monthly Patreon predictions. So as usual, I got the gods to send me some personalized visions for the generous people who back us at the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. If you want one of these of your own, you can go to Faustian Nonsense's Patreon at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense and sign up for the Crossroads tier or I don't remember what it's called, the big one that includes all of the tiers. We'll also get you this personalized fortune each month. 
So here goes for Jolene. Hi, Jolene. Jolene, your future, the gods told me that you're going to be on stage and you're going to be wearing a fabulous wide brimmed hat and standing in front of a microphone and everyone is going to love you. Probs not Hawkeye. Hi, Probs not Hawkeye. The gods have told me that, oh, this is an odd one. It's kind of like a brass instrument, something involving a brass instrument, or at least some weird, very complicated piping of some kind is going to enter your life. Let me know how that goes for you. Trevor, Trevor, I see two figures in a dark road, on a dark road, I suppose, in, there's a lot of red lighting, so it might be sunset. One of the figures is enormous, like possibly a literal giant, bigger than the buildings around them. And the other figure is about the usual human height. They're both shrouded in some mystery. So I don't know which one is you, but things should be pretty interesting, Trevor. Alec. Hi, Alec. The god sent me a vision for you of a beautiful stone path through the woods, and there's some snow on it, which is kind of weird for August. Alec, are you in the Southern Hemisphere, perhaps? Kaylee. Kaylee, for you, I see a face in the clouds. It looks really, really happy. Like, I'm kind of, I have this urge to use the word jolly for this face. It just looks delighted. So hopefully that represents you and you're going to be really happy in your future and not some kind of all-powerful being that has some power over your life that's going to be having a little too much fun. Mark. Mark, I see a city in the clouds. Really doubt this one's literal, but you never know. But yeah, it's, it's just a whole bunch of buildings with a nice skyline, but it's up in the sky, floating on some clouds. Not sure what that means. Jonathan C. I see a face. This one's not in the clouds, just a regular face, flesh and blood. Well, I actually don't see any blood, so that's good. But it is beautiful makeup done. Like gold eyeliner and really nicely done eyebrows. It's too close up to see much about whose face it is. Really, just someone or something very pretty and well-made-up is going to enter your life. Greg. Greg, I see a forest, and it looks kind of like it's melting, and there's a whole bunch of candles lit, which I think would be dangerous and risk a forest fire, except that the forest is already melting. So probably not super dry. Not sure what this means for your life, Greg, but it looks pretty interesting, to be honest. K. K, I see someone on the top of like a mesa, like it's kind of like a mountain, but flat on top. And it looks like they're receiving some sort of message from the gods. I don't think it's me though, but it's someone else who gets messages from the gods because there's this beam of light coming down from the clouds. And there are a whole bunch of people at the base of the mountain looking up and waiting to hear what this message is. I don't know if that's you or if you're waiting for someone else to tell you what the gods have to say, but hey, that's what the gods have to say. John E. John E., I see a dog at a bar waiting for a drink. Cool. David. 
It looks like a minotaur is having a picnic on the beach. David, are you a minotaur? If you are, enjoy your picnic. Joseph, I see a floating eyeball inside a rainbow. Not really sure what this means, but it looks really cool. Anthony, Anthony, I see some kind of industrial kitchen. It looks like it's standing in the middle of a scrapyard. So maybe you're going to be making something really good out of scraps. Metaphorically, probably. You never know. Might be literal. Matt, I see a person. Maybe it's you. It's probably you. I see you driving this machine. It looks kind of like a Segway, but a lot more steampunk, and it is floating. So I'm guessing you're going to get some new cool transportation in your life. And finally, Travis. Travis, I see a robed figure with a cape flowing behind them, walking up some steps. And there's like cherry blossoms with the little petals floating down all around them. So this is pretty cool and majestic, Travis. Really not sure what it means about your literal future because I don't know your life's context, but hopefully it means something to you. All right, that's all our patrons that are qualified for this. Again, listeners, if you think it'd be cool to have me do a vision just for you straight from the gods, sign up for our Patreon at the Crossroads tier. Thanks. The Gorgon Show with me, Penny Cephalonia, is a proud member of the Faustian Nonsense Network. You can find us on Twitter at at Gorgon Show or email us with questions and comments at gorgonshow at faustiannonsense.com. All music in The Gorgon Show is by TJ the Empathic Vampire. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening to The Gorgon Show. We at Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com slash faustiannonsense and hear me thanking you after our original episodes. Thank you to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Jules T., Parker, Alec L.B., Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E., David O., Joseph Z., Mark S., J.A.C., Greg C., K.S., and our newest patrons at this tier, Yoshiko A., and Shadow Reaper. And especially thank you to our patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier, Emily C., Eben R.T., Guy Z., Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S. Thank you so much. Without you, this would not be possible.